Hello, everybody. This is D Crow, and I'm here with my co-host, Mama Jen. We made it back together. You're on D Crow Chronicles, and today we're discussing anger. As my wife and I have been uh, overlooking the, our you know, daily devotion, and so we wanted to share um, about anger. What a hot topic! Yes, it is. And so uh, here's some words from what we were reading, and we read in Psalm 74, 1 through 23. But we already read that, so I'm just going to read here uh, what it covers about anger, and then we'll go into some questions about it, okay? All right, anger is a common human feeling, and feeling it certainly does not mean that you are necessarily a bad person. Anger arises inside when you perceive that you or someone else has been treated unfairly. Anger reveals your concern for righteousness and justice. Sometimes anger is not wrong. Psalm 74 verse 1 reveals that God gets angry with his people. The important thing to remember in dealing with anger, especially anger toward your spouse, is that you do not allow your negative emotions to lead you to wrongful behavior. Right? Sharing your anger with your spouse is essential. Emotions come and go. When we talk about them, they tend to go. When we hold them inside, they tend to stay. True that. <laughs> If you find it difficult to break the barrier of silence, try writing your thoughts and feelings in a letter to your spouse. Many times it's easier to write than it is to speak of such feelings, but as you become comfortable writing the letters and your spouse reads them with understanding and comfort and encouragement, you will eventually learn to verbalize your feelings and thoughts. Writing can be a big step in the process of learning how to communicate openly with one another. Amen. Definitely. That's great. Amen. That's a pretty good topic there. It covered some good things there. So, uh, we'll go through some questions now. So, what? Did, what's the first question you got here? Describe how <clears throat> anger might have damaged any past relationships. Describe how anger might have damaged any past relationships. Oh, man. Um... Past relationships, anger is, I think, in the past for me, it was always the miscommunication. That was one of the biggies. I think that is, humanly speaking, in general, most relationships, lack of communication is one of the biggies. And from what I've seen throughout time before having met you and being with you and i'd say even in the midst of the beginning stages of our marriage that was one of the deals that we dealt with was the lack of communication or the lack of my communication should i say with you um yeah you i know that sometimes we can get angry when uh we don't understand what's being said as well it's not having clear enough communication i, I speak one way my husband speaks another i'm sure you listeners know so sometimes um, it's hard to <clears throat> figure out what what we're really talking about sometimes. Or with the kids, you know, um, I, I can have some anger outbursts with them sometimes. And I have to just remember sometimes, take myself back to being a child. What was I like? How can I understand why they are doing what they're doing to get me not to be so angry? But um, I know that... I've had good and bad anger outburst over time, but I think we can cover that maybe down the line some, somewhere in our questioning. So right. next question, give an example 
of how you can express anger with others? Um, hmm. Example of how to express anger with others. I would say first to recognize in the communication that I was talking about, you know, is recognizing amongst the people that we're hanging with or communicating with much more importantly, our spouses, you know, or any relationship. But for me, uh, concerning my relationship with you or anybody else for that matter, it's recognizing that if you're tired, you know, if you haven't got much sleep or if a person is, if you're hungry, you know, or somebody has some kind of disability, you know, if you some kind of health issues, uh, you know, also recognizing where you might have come from your background, how you grew up and de- dealing with the anger issues that you might have seen at your home growing up as a child. So I think that that is uh, one of the big examples for me is recognizing those things and seeing, well, yes, you know, this person's probably tired if they're if they're tired or asking those questions. Hey, are you tired? And it would explain within yourself, like, oh, well, that's why they're so irritable or whatever. But they're hungry, things like that. And I think sometimes some people don't take the time to consider that. It's just we we want respect, but we're not really willing to take the time to, you know, get to know somebody a little bit better or be considerate of what they're dealing with. You know, if something's going on in their life, you know, there's a lot to consider. And I think that's something that we should should be uh, paid close attention to as individuals, as a people, not just for married couples, but outside that, those lines as well. So it makes a difference. Well, I do know um, for me with my husband, I'll start there and then kind of go into a couple of other examples that this <clears throat> this question kind of triggered in my brain. Um so again it was asking how can you express anger with others um you can be violent in your anger that's how some people are so if i'm looking just ideally the different types of of anger outbursts you have some that are angry inside their minds which causes destruction later Um, you have some that are angry and immediately without thinking do something with that anger. I mean, we, we have a lot of kids in the house, so we deal with a lot of different angers. Um, I, I do know that, um, there are positive ways to deal with anger. Uh, that's where I kind of want to go to examples is when I work, I waitressed for 15 years at various restaurants. And there was this one I worked at and the manager made this rule for everybody was, you know, cause we had table stealers. So people would walk in and they'd take tables and we'd be left without any tables to serve and for anybody that doesn't know servers usually only make two dollars and 13 cents an hour and we had about eight children at the time where i was fixing to have the eighth and so the money was important i needed to have my tables well the manager made the rule we all were following it and then there was this other girl and the manager turned around and gave my table to that girl and I would have gladly gave it to her because that's the kind of person I am. I'm like, she's in need of it. I would have given it to her. It would have been a problem. My problem was, is he made a rule and he didn't stick to it. And I went to work and I worked hard. Um, I should have had the decision making in that. But instead of going to him in anger immediately and start yelling at him in front of customers and everybody I work with, 
I went to the back and started cleaning. My family has noticed. I wonder if they get me mad sometimes just to get me to clean, but they noticed I, I go to cleaning before I usually yell most of the time, not all the time, <laughs> mind you, you know, I'm a human being. Um, but the manager came and started picking at me. Um, the, <laughs> the manager came and started picking at me and I was like, uh, I'm just cleaning right now. Can you leave me alone? And he was like, no, we need to discuss this right now. And the owner came out cause he was there often. And he's like, you two need to come in here and we need to talk. And the manager says, well, you know, in front of the, the, the owner, maybe if I'm looking at you, I could do better. <laughs> I'll act like I'm talking to you in a story you don't know. Um, the, the, the owner says, you two need to fix this, talk to each other. He says, well, I'm the manager. Look at my name tag. So you should do what I say. And I, I told him straight up, I was like, you know what? I give more than a hundred percent here. Until the end of my pregnancy, it doesn't matter. I'm here, I'm giving 100%. If you make a rule, it doesn't matter what your name tag says. You need to be respectful to me in the same way. But I didn't say it angrily, out loud. I said it very verbally and looked at him in his face. And the owner told him, you need to, you need to make this better and put it on him, not on me. Because I tried to take the positive route not to you know, have an outburst. Where I've heard other stories or seen other stories where people would get mad and you know, just outbursts, oh, well, you know, blah, 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 blah. that's what you hear, you know, and you're like, oh my goodness, why? And so that was an example I wanted to get, uh, give. And then there's other ones where I go out to the kitchen and the kitchen's a mess and I got to cook, but I'm going to have to spend an hour to clean and I get a little upset. Sometimes my, I can't control what I'm thinking before I say something to the kids. And I mean, we all deal with it. And to be honest, we all deal with anger. Uh, we just have to be more perce- per- perceptive on our part in the anger. Yeah. What, what are we doing on our end? Uh, I like something my husband says to the kids a lot is, um, they'll, Daddy, so-and-so did this. And the first thing he'll say is, what did you do? <laughs> what did you do? Yes, that's true. Look at what you did. What, what was the onset? Um, as a behavior, I, I ran a behavior unit before. And one of the things they say to look for is triggers or the onsets. A lot of time, teachers are the onset to students' anger. And so we really got to analyze those instances where we've watched anger, we've seen anger, or we've been part of the anger issue. Right. Why? Look at ourselves, right? Right. And, you know, like my wife said, that's one of the questions I ultimately do ask everybody. And I have to, I don't actually throw that question out without considering myself. Okay, so... But one of the things I've always said to our children as well as others that I've spoken to about this issue, and, you know, again, like my wife said as well, I agree with, we're both human and we still do these things. You know, we we all need to work on that. And so, but I've asked my children over and over time and time again, and I've said, you know, why is it that it's so easy for us to point fingers at everybody else and get upset about the things that they do without taking a moment's time to reflect upon our own heart and the things that we do even for that very moment that you might have got upset with that person from the moment that you woke up up until that moment that you're sitting there getting upset at that person what have you done from then to there was it any better 
than somebody saying something that got you started. And really, you hear people say this phrase too, like, well, they got me angry. Is that really true? Like, you got some kind of switch that somebody can just, okay, now it's time to get angry. You know, that's, we still, as humans, are very capable of managing and handling how we respond to somebody and can do so without being angry or, you know. Um, I, I, that goes well in with the next question. What personal strategies can you create to help better manage anger? And his example about, because I'm one of those that makes that statement, you're going to make me angry. <laughs> can you please stop doing that? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get angry. Um, and... And, and he'll he'll say that to me or the kids and that'll cool me down real quick. No, not really. Sometimes in my mind, I'll be like, mm, why did you just say that? I want to be angry right now. <laughs> and then I got to think about it because he said it. And so it's true. You know, we choose we choose our emotions, whether we think so or not. A lot of the times we choose to be happy. We choose to to be angry. It's not that somebody made us that way. It's how we view our life, the perception we have of the people around us all of those things come into play when you're thinking about anger yeah well the backside of that is right you know like i mentioned the list of things of you know somebody being tired mm-hmm. possibly being tired being hungry you know have a disability either the way they grew up their background and it, ultimately it really boils down to someone's heart right mm-hmm. so if um somebody gets angry you know we we get upset why because we're thinking about well i was disrespected or i should you know be treated as someone who deserves respect or whatever you know or i'm right and you're wrong exactly so it boils down to one pride and disrespect but yet we may respond to somebody with anger and we, what's even worse is I think about this too, is that, okay, we respond to somebody, we may respond to somebody in anger, but on top of that, we are ultimately expecting that person to respond to us in a humble, caring, loving fashion <laughs> when we're angry. Like, hey, you know what? You didn't respect me and you better honor me because I demand satisfaction. Like, seriously? I don't think that's going to come back in a very positive fashion to me so and i know i know for me as a personal experience um my husband helped me through is um i'd say a year or so ago i got really angry with one of our children outside on the phone on on speaker on her end where everybody could hear how angry i got and i felt so bad afterwards because you can't take that stuff back It wasn't what I said that I wanted to take back necessarily. It was the way I said it. Because when you say something in anger, people don't want to listen to you. So all you're doing is making the situation worse. And so I decided at that time I really needed to look at how I was handling those really hard topics at the heightened time where I'm angry. Because really you don't think about it when you're angry. So you got to take steps to prepare yourself to manage your anger. I know one for me is, is I can pray. Um, I can think of a scripture that should help me to control the words that come out of my mouth and my actions, because you can wear anger on your face. We have some kids, we tell them 
you live, we can tell how you're feeling on your face. Like yeah. your face shows your anger. It shows your shows joy. Your emotions, yeah. yeah, you are you are an emotional. When people see me, most of the time they couldn't tell if I'm angry or not because I don't wear it on my face. I found ways to to cover those things, which isn't good either because it can blow up later on. And so it's really getting inside your your mind and your heart and analyzing what's the best way for you to see how to control it before it happens. So that way, when you get in that instance, um, and I know it's not the same, but one of our one of our sons had had a fainting issue, and so he learned to think of us to help him get out of him. He would pass out, and so it just we we have to prep our mind for things before they happen. To help us not to do the things that we're going to do at the heightened moment of that, whatever it is. Right. And so, so I, I shared some personal strategies for me. I know you've come a long way and you probably got like spectacular strategies. Because no. <laughs> <laughs> you used to be not. That. Yeah, you, you, you've come a long ways. Way, way, people that know you and have known you for so long could definitely see well, the change. You're, you're right about that. I mean, that. Don't be fooled, though, guys. I still get angry. I mean, you know, <laughs> <I'm> a, <laughs> I still get angry, and I, I still need work. I'm, but one of the things that I tend to take time to think about and consider is, you know, again, I still get angry. But I, you know, I look at somebody, and if they're telling me something, even you know what, even if somebody is saying something that may be true, like. Chances are, yes, you're going to want to respond in a very ugly manner because you don't want your dirty laundry aired out in public. You don't want somebody saying things about you that could really hurt you. And who of all people that can really hurt you is someone really close to you and near and dear to your heart, like your spouse or a sibling, you know, or, best friend. you know, a best friend. And those are the very ones. That's why marriage uh, when when it leads to a divorce, that's why divorce becomes so much worse within a relationship afterwards. Because especially when kids are involved, the kids are involved, and you know you're still having to go pick up the kid, and the person's got somebody else, and so it's always leading to bad communication and negative stuff being thrown at one another, and the lack of anger is not hindered it's more expressed and become even extreme to where somebody might even lead to being abused or even killed sometimes you know it's end up in jail whatever and for me i think about that like i want i want somebody to be speak graciously to me so even if they say something negative to me what i can either respond in that manner or i can just think about it and say well is it really true okay even if it's true then I know I'm much worse than that. So, you know, that's okay. They can say what they want. It's not what they think about me that matters or should matter for that matter. What matters to me is what the Bible says that God thinks of me. And so with that in mind, I think that's the biggest key for me is God is gracious to me. Then how can I not be gracious to others? Especially when I know I don't deserve it anyway. I don't deserve anything good. So... If somebody says something bad about me, well, okay, so be it. If, you know, if that makes them feel better, why would I want to respond to that animosity and just fuel the fire and cater to their pride? You know, it's not worth it. Yeah, usually you like to pull somebody into your anger world, so you'll just keep at it. 
Um, I know one thing I didn't mention that I do, and even in that story that I gave, is I cry when I'm angry. I know there's some people out there like that, but I can get so angry inside I cry. And believe it or not, it helps. I don't know why, but it does. It, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely good when I cry. I think it makes me have to sit still and think because I'm one that I don't sit still too much. And so when I'm crying, I don't want to go out there in front of the kids. I don't want to look at my husband. I don't want people out, the neighbors to see me crying. And that's just me personally. Not everybody's like that. But um, I think that gets me thinking harder about my actions and not necessarily the other person's and really trying to come to deal with the anger. That was the start of it all anyways. And then I can get up, clean my eyes off, and go on. Right. Um, anger is a great topic. I'm sure we'll have many more stories. I had a lot of examples I wanted to give, but it's right. it's time to leave those for another episode. Right, definitely. And so we, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to the podcast. And as always, please listen, follow share if you have any questions don't hesitate to ask us and we will respond to you the best of our ability uh, thanks again guys and so uh, we end this episode with prayer so would you like to close the prayer here i can well dear heavenly father whoo thank you lord thank you for this time to come together with my husband and our listeners and lord just just pray and thank you that you have shown us ways to um express our anger in in a better fashion letting us know it's okay but the way that we deal with it needs to be your way lord help us to think personally about ourselves and in our actions um, and and that we don't damage our relationships by our reactions in, in a hard moment. Um, continue to be with everybody that's listening as well as future listeners and my husband and me and help us to keep, keep strong, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. This is D. Crow. And Mama Jen. Signing off on D. Crow Chronicles. Have a great day. Bye-bye.